0: Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast.
1: We saw the Prime Minister's wife and I'm like, hi. She's like, hi. And then continued on. (laughs) She was creeped out by you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hi. And then in the back. Hi. (laughs) Hi. I've been talking
2: about this for weeks. It has changed my life. Maybe
1: he had never had a pillow.
2: He slept in a ditch before.
1: So he's like, Any pillow would be great. Pillow? It has changed my life.
0: Would you rather, Dan, watch your parents have sex every single night or join them once to have it suck?
1: Mm -hmm. You're so...
2: Stupid.
0: <laughs> Hi, Dan. Just like so
1: f- stupid. Good time every time. Come to Athabasca. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by
2: Coors Light. It has changed my life. Oh, dance. Oh, yeah. Gonna do some dancing.
1: Hi. Hi. It's the Jay and Dan Podcast. I'm Dan. I gotta turn up my headphones. Yeah, there we go. I got it. You can crank mine up too. Oh yeah, that's my cracked a nice cold Coors Light for Canadian Thanksgiving on Sunday. It went great with the turkey. Just one, just one. I'll have one cold Coors Light, please. <laughs>
2: Would you like another? Not another more. <laughs> I've got to get behind the wheel.
1: I didn't actually. I because I was, I was at home, so it's good Just pick. by yourself. No, the kids Frozen? and my sister and my niece, we had a big game of road hockey, had the turkey, had the stuffing, had the mashed potatoes. How'd you cook the turkey? In the oven. Why not, eh? Uh,
2: we did it on the barbecue this year, and I gotta say, it was
1: f-ing great.
2: Yeah. we it turned out amazing on the barbecue. So did you do indirect heat? Yeah. Yeah. Well and it's, it's the way to do super it. juicy. Yeah, super juice. <laughs> it was
1: like... <laughs> Two hours of just hot cooking. We had a uh, we had a, you and I each had a a piece of a deep fried turkey on Saturday. 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 Uh, uh, the Argos I, tailgate. This is exciting. You
2: and I were honored. It was Jay and Dan Day at the Argos Rough Riders game at Bemo Field. Yeah, let's start with the tailgate. First of all, a pretty goddamn good time.
1: Pretty good tailgate. And you yeah. know what? The the beers reasonably... Br- I know you're supposed to bring your own beers, but you aren't allowed to. Some people... Yeah. Anyway, $4, Four dollar beers. $4, $4 dollar dollar beers. beers. Everyone can pull that off.
2: And then, uh, yeah, we, we met a ton of great people, and everyone was having fun. La it has changed there. my life. It did kind of <laughs> change my life. It changed my perspective of going to an Argos game. I wish more people would go, because... Man, uh, to see the families, uh, generations of Argos fans coming together, hanging out, cooking great food. And then, as you said, Dan, we saw one young guy. Uh, he, yeah, he was deep frying a turkey out there, and it was good, man. Yeah.
1: The well, skin was tasty. Um, and then uh, finally got, a, got into BMO. It also helped that it was 30 degrees in October that also helped our experience.
2: Well, that's it. I mean, I, I guess that was what was so dismaying about the attendance is that the weather could not have been better. The rough riders were in town, so I thought we'd even have more rider fans.
1: There there were not a lot of people there. It was uh No, that's yeah. a struggle. They're having a struggle yeah. there.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh we're going to talk to uh, one guy we saw there, Matthew Shooter Shinetti, uh CFL Sideline reporter extraordinaire, and uh, where's a mean pair of Chuck Taylors yeah, with his suits? He's going to join us. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. How, how, could we turn it around? Could we change uh, the Argos attendance woes in Toronto? Is because there a they, way to do it?
1: They ha- they haven't figured out in Ottawa. It's an event in Ottawa, a Red Blacks game. It so is. how do how do you do that in Toronto? I don't know. I
2: mean, the tickets are reasonably priced. I think it's like a price thing. They got they've got to advertise more. That for a very reasonably priced afternoon or evening, you can take the whole family out. You can get the whole family concession food, and the kids can have a good time. And it's a few hours; you kill a few hours with the family, and it's a good fun thing to do. It's easy to get down there. You can take the go train down there. Um, Come on, it'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just wish more people would go because it's a good time. You know, you don't have to be like a hardcore fan or anything. But it's it's. I love the stadium too, man. It's beautiful for football. They did a great job. Converting it somewhat for, for the, the Argos.
1: Argos, they they were our hosts and they made a big mistake. Oh, what did they do, Dan? Well, you were there. You came up, so they gave us a box, and then the, all the guys on our crew a were a luxury there. box. And then, and then about uh, an hour left in the, or about uh, the camera, fourth quarter, we turn around. It's just me and my buddies in there, yeah, all by our lonesomes.
2: So you guys just crushed all the remaining drinks.
1: <laughs> well, we asked the the. The lady servicing the box yeah she serviced that box i said so what's the deal she says if they're open you gotta drink them so my buddy's just cracked open crashing more and
2: more and more (laughs) (laughs) so she was uh, that lady in the box she was cool. She seemed like she was like Mitsu, if Mitsu was now working in a luxury box. Yes, so BMO she used Field. to
1: work at a club that used to be called Music in yeah, Toronto. Yeah, Music. You no, know, it's still called that, isn't it? No, it's like an event hall now. It's not oh, a bar anymore. Oh. And she said, yeah, is there uh, whenever someone got shot? Yeah, I thought that's where the Maxim
2: party was. Yeah. Right. It but was it's just not called movie. Music anymore. No. Nah. Because there was some shots. May- so, someone said there were seven layers of security to get through music. I'm like... Do we
1: really need one? Just cavity searches? <laughs> well, I don't know about seven layers, but there was a lot of people seven saying hi. Seven layers
2: of searches.
1: If of someone them, says, says hi, that's not a security
2: level. So it's like first it's a cavity search, then it's like ooh, sorry about that cavity search, that's two. Then it's <laughs> then it's a, a, a pat down, and then it's like ooh, sorry, I got your cupped your balls there. That's four. That's I four. get you up to four. And then there's like, can you bend over? I missed that part of the cavity search. That's five. Come on, it'll be fine. Sorry for bending you over. That's six. And finally, seven is enjoy uh, your time. That's in music. when they say hi. That's hi. right. Hi. Exactly. Yeah. So hi. hi. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense then. Did, so how was the Maxim party? First of all, we were surprised.
1: Maxim still around. Again, I didn't see any. Oh, no, there was a, like a, one of those photo wall things. Oh, it said Maxim.
2: Well, the girls aren't here, but look at these
1: pictures. <laughs> no, it was just their sign, the Maxim <laughs> sign. And you oh, take I a see. picture in front and you pretend that you're like on the red carpet or something. Oh, man, that sounds fun. Yeah. We were there for under one hour. Oh, man. I'm sure it was fun. It's just, as I said to the, uh, the people that brought us there, I said, I'm 42. I'm, I'm the oldest human in here. Can I please leave? And they said, oh, okay.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're getting up there. You can't club it anymore. <laughs> no. Or can you?
1: So we went and had a nice sit down dinner.
2: <laughs> nice meal. And then you got yeah. kicked out of the restaurant. <laughs> nah, no,
1: someone did, but it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, one of your uh, your favorites, Pizza Libretto. I sent another
2: couple there uh, for Sunday. Turns out they were closed. They sent me a picture. It's closed. I'm like, I don't, I'm not in charge of the hours. Hmm. Call ahead. But, yeah, I guess, yeah, no one's having pizza
1: on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I
2: guess not. But uh, it's a great spot if you're ever in Toronto. It's uh, The prices are right, the wine list is reasonable, and the women are loose. Not really. That's not... That last yeah. part was wrong. I shouldn't have said that.
1: I love Thanksgiving. Oh,
2: me too. Because you
1: eat, you don't have to buy any presents. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> You should have
2: brought some of those uh, opened beer cans from the luxury box. <laughs> By the way, we were in the, uh, I guess we could just say it, the Rogers box for some reason. Like, we were yeah. in the Rogers box there. They're like, okay, why don't you guys go into this one? I don't know. I don't and know, don't know I why like, we were in there. Why, why are we in here? This is weird. This is awkward for everybody. It's like us talking about it. It's awkward <laughs> for everyone. I, I'm not, uh, like, i am I don't feel awkward, but. I don't. What if we had defecated in the Rogers
1: box? There There was no restroom, so that would have been
2: strange. Yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden, Tulsi, like midway through the fourth quarter, gets up on the, there's like a little bar area, a little table. Everyone's like, Tulsi, what are you doing? you Are going to jump off that? He's like, nope. Pulls, drops, trowel. (laughs) Craps right in the middle of the Rogers box. That would have been a statement. Yeah, right there. And then we take a picture of you
1: doing it. Hey, speaking Next of... Next time. Uh, Next game. We'll speaking of dropping a deuce, we also made it into the broadcast booth. It was fun. Uh, with we, Rod Black and Dwayne Ford.
2: A couple of great guys. It seems like they have so much fun. Like, they're just, like, thick as thieves on the road, drinking red wine at the keg, partying, hitting Cowboys Casino in Calgary, going to the Arden Flagon and... Flag and it's, oh, no, that's Saskatoon. Going to O'Hanlon's and the Gine. Just having a great time on the road. We had a great time chatting with them.
1: Yeah, we got to do some play-by-play.
2: Yeah, that was cool, eh, for you? Aspiring play-by-play guy? <laughs> CFL uh, calling you, Toolsy. Always looking for good play-by-play people. I don't think so. Why not? Why did not you uh, throw your name in the ring there? Throw is your hat in the ring, or the name in the hat, whatever the expression is.
1: <laughs> what did, where did that term come from? Is that where, like when they were picking teams, you threw your hat in the ring instead of your stick in the middle? Yeah, I don't know. Or- Maybe that's how they used to... Win your elections. Hat in elections.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's how you won elections. Whoever got yep. their hat to land inside a small ring was the prime minister. And that's how John A McDonald became the leader <laughs> of our country because he was accurate with his hat throwing. The
1: Jandan podcast is where you come for Canadian
2: knowledge. Okay, here we go. The ring Christoph to the rescue. The ring in question here is a boxing ring. These of course used to be circular spaces rather than square. And he jacked the lad who fancied his chances and about would throw in his hat. Presumably this is more reliable way of putting oneself forward than just shouting over the hubbub of the crowd. Oh,
1: I want to fight! I'll fight, and here's my hat!
2: <laughs> oh, didn't land in the ring. Hold on, let me go grab that. <laughs> let me collect that, and now here we go. Oh, I missed it again.
1: So if this actually happened, I wonder if there's some guys where they're like, Hey, uh, Jim, notice your hat never lands in the ring. Yeah. I guess that's it. They call him <laughs> out. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> that's the
2: trash talking. Yeah, so we had fun with uh, Rod and Dwayne. And uh, some. I think most people liked our appearance in the booth. Um, you know, a couple of naysayers. It has changed my life. A couple of people thought maybe we shouldn't have been in there. Um <laughs> But I will say, you know, there are a few people who are calling for us to call an entire game. And I like that Can idea. we
1: expand Why not, to people eh? that didn't think we should be in there?
2: Oh, like I got some tweets. Oh, <laughs> hardcore fans. Oh, yeah, like just... Because we ruined the game. Thanks probably. for ruining 10 minutes of that game for me.
1: And I'm like, yeah, I get it. All right, I get it. I get it's it. A CFO it's a CFL cool. game in October. Come no, on.
2: I mean, that's it's this is important time. People are fighting for playoff spots, or teams are. Um, I understand it. Listen, we can take criticism. We're we're not always like every time someone criticizes us, we're not always like
1: oh f- you. <laughs> I think that. <laughs> and a lot of times I'll write a tweet and then I'll erase it and write it again, then erase it.
2: Then you'll, show, then you'll send it to my wife and say, can I send this? And my wife will send you an email back. No, uh, do not send that under any circumstances. And then
1: you'll put your phone down. And then I'll go to bed. Hey, uh, also Saturday night, this is big. Yeah. I just showed you a band that we saw playing. Mm-hmm. on my phone mm-hmm. and you know how I like horn sections. <laughs> Actually, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Bobby D, our old audio guy, always made fun of me because whenever a song had horns, it uh, locked you, me were in- in. you were into it. These guys are going to be playing the O'Toole housewarming party. They'll be coming to my home and playing their instruments. Are, are we going to hear them? Or?
0: Silence is gone?
1: Dan O'Toole, Silent Assassin. No, I just I just found the guys. Uh,
0: oh,
2: okay. What are uh, they called? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't <remember. laughs> I thought when you said that, you like arrange for Kristoff to play like, some of the no, tunes. No, no, no. Oh.
1: It was just a big development because I'd never thought of having a band come and play at the house, but now we have one.
2: And uh, I'm a big fan of this band. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the E Street Band. <laughs> Silence.
1: Sorry, I but I
2: what, what they, do you remember what they were called? No no idea?
1: Old man toursy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good
1: audio quality. A little rolling stones there. The party's gonna be hopping. When's this? Uh, now here's a question: When's the housewarming party? Good question. I don't. know. I'm not good with planning dates. I, I said, can you guys like uh, come on like a day's notice? He's like, yeah, sure. And secondly, um,
2: I feel like you should open it up to the podcast listeners. You win <laughs> spots at Toolsey's housewarming party in Clarington, Ontario. Why not, eh? That sounds pretty good. We could have everybody there. The why not eh, lady. Um, Come on, it'll be fine That guy No, we don't Who want him at, at all It has changed my life We can, we can have, have haze We can have
1: purple haze
0: Where is the banana hog oh, oh,
2: For sure, Teekanin Esa and yes Esa has Hi, to be
0: Hi, Dan Ben no, Teller
2: will no, be there He will absolutely no. be there um, <laughs> Well, if it's up your arse, you'd know Dan himself will be there uh sure, that's fine. Uh the stripper from
1: <laughs> Quebec. Oh, that sounds man. like a pretty good party. That sounds like
2: a fun party. Come on, you got to do it. Come on, it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll think about it. Okay. Uh so we're going to call our, our first guest now. Uh if you're not familiar with Matthew Shinetti, um well, we weren't really either because he kind of came onto the network just as we left. Yeah, I remember. And uh, he's turned out to be a pretty good guy. Shooter. Yeah, we call him Shooter. I don't think anyone else does, do they? Well, I think someone in the newsroom made up that nickname for him in secret. And then at some point, someone called him that on air. And now we are calling him that on air. And we will continue to do so for a long, long time. Because he's got a bright future in this business.
1: I think. Shooter Shinetti was the mayor of the CFL during oh, that, game, man. During that
2: game. He had his hands rubbing shoulders of everybody on the sidelines, including us. Matthew Shinetti, how are you today, my friend?
3: Boys? You know, I'm just like a peacock. I, gotta live. I have to make sure everybody sees me. That's why I rub shoulders, clap hands, kiss babies on the sidelines.
2: Yeah, you're like a politician. And I loved uh, your your the get-up. I love the, uh, the Chuck Taylors. And you, uh, beautiful nod. You had the pink Chuck Taylors. It was, uh, you know, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I love that you did that. Um, where did the Chuck Taylors thing start? Is it a comfort thing and a style
3: thing? It was more of a comfort thing when I started because... Um, all right, I, I, just, I just love the way chucks are. I've got huge feet anyway, so I love the uh, – they always would stick out. And because I uh, – I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but I kind of draw attention to myself, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I would do that anyway. And then uh, it was funny. Um, when I started at TSN, uh, for those who don't know, we have a sometimes very strict outfit policy. We do? And when I wore my uh, chucks for the first time, a prominent NHL executive at a Toronto Maple Leafs game, who I will not name. Uh I was wearing a red tie with red chucks for the first time when I was covering the Leafs, and this executive stared at my tie and then down at my shoes and gave me uh the once over the once over and uh had a had a pretty uh, epic scowl on his face and I said to myself you know what um I'm just going to go all out with this now because yeah. I kind of uh you know and uh, you know, I, I love bucking Trent, so I I wasn't going to let uh One uh, one NHL executive get me down about my shoes.
2: And that executive's name?
1: Harold Ballard. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Shooter, we were talking about the Argos and how there weren't a lot of fans there on Saturday. It seems to be an ongoing problem with these guys. Why can't it be like Ottawa where the CFL is an event now?
3: Uh, there's just I don't know if you guys noticed, I don't see any like advertisement advertising for VR goes anywhere. No, and, you're Right. And I would like just put a put a player's face on it. I know I know Ricky Ray doesn't ever smile, but I mean <laughs> somebody's face is somewhere and I'm not gonna fault anybody in particular, but it's just it's heartbreaking because I listen, I know people look at the C F L and they see it in a particular light and the fact is you know, it's entertaining. We've seen CFL games. I mean, even the one, you know, on Thanksgiving Monday here in, in Canada with between the Edmonton Eskimos and the Montreal Alouettes was, was pretty entertaining. If, if, if nothing else for the offense and the turnovers and people can have a good time. We've seen that at CFL games. I just, when it's something that's unknown in a city the size of Toronto, which is like a Chicago or a New York, when there's a lot to do and a lot of money to spend, I mean, if people don't know that you're at least some kind of game in town, they're not going to care, and I just haven't seen that with the Argos. I mean, I, I hope to see it, maybe, because obviously we have, Bell Media have an investment, and I think I'm obligated to say that, but the fact is, if you don't know what's going on, are you even going to care?
2: Well, it's a, it's a good point. I guess from my perspective, the thing that kind of baffled me was that it was such a reasonable way to spend a few hours with the kids. Like I'd love to to market it that way, Matthew. You know, like just to say, "Listen, bottom line, we're the best bang for your buck entertainment in the city. Period." And you can bring the kids, they can hang out, have a good time. It was a beautiful day. The tailgate was fun. Like that was really, really fun. I mean, it's it's like it's like you said, it's like it's not being marketed properly. People don't know about it.
3: Yeah, and the fact is, Jay, when you look at it, and this is not a shot at any of the Argos fans, but right now they're in the 65 and over, crowd. And, you know, I live in Liberty village just across the way. Oh yeah. Sure they do. <laughs> don't know about the Argos and or care. And, uh, they were playing lower league rugby league, the Toronto Wolfpack, which is just kind of a, a team that, uh, you know, they, it, it's kind of a gimmick. They, they play in a lower league and of rugby and they've come over here and, but they turned it into an event for young people. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't been turned into an event for young people and you know, sometimes you're on the sidelines looking around going, like, if they could just like lower the age maybe just a bit in here. I mean, God and I and, and Argos fans are fantastic and it's it's it, sometimes the C F O game can have a college atmosphere to it, but right now it's just it's just dead in there. And and you know, we've seen some kind of excitement but if you're not going to go ahead again, getting back to my point, I don't mean to be a broken record on this. If you're not going to make some kind of effort in pushing players or really pushing the product, the fact is is like it, the you're going to get to a point where if your fans are in the 65 and over range now, they're going to get the close to the dead range in 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 a number of years and yeah, like you said perfectly Jay, it's the best bang for your buck in the city and you want to see young kids, you want to see families out there and yeah, it's it's just not worked out for the Argos so far.
2: So, don't go with my suggestion for the Toronto Argonauts slogan, <laughs> close to the dead range?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't, know if you can, I don't know if that's going to fit in the side of a streetcar yeah, going right. by uh, on King Street. I don't think that's going to work. I'd rather but,
2: see Ricky Ray's
1: head. And they're also <laughs> running into the stigma problem that the CFL has in Toronto. People say, no, I only watch NFL, man. That's
2: yeah. all I watch. Yeah. No
1: CFL for me. Everyone
2: takes it. Uh, it always amazed me, even in our newsroom. Uh, I'd talk to young guys about it, and they'd be like, oh, I've got I to gotta do the CFL highlights. I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Well, you know, I'm an NFL guy. It's like, well, why can't you be both? Why can't? You
3: know it's <laughs> you know so funny? I travel to the states all the time. I, do, I cover the NFL playoffs, and, you know, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but when I get if someone from ESPN recognizes me because they do play CFL games at ESPN2, they rave about the CFL. They rave about it not simply because, yeah, Americans just love football, period, but because they love just the, the uniqueness of it, the wide field, the less down, the, the waggle, the running, the receivers running towards the sidelines. I mean, there's things to love about the CFL. I mean, if you're going to compare it to the NFL, it's not the NFL because the NFL is, is its own spectacle. It's its own circus. It's its own sideshow, whatever. The CFL, talking about Ottawa in particular – if you look from community to community, if you go to Edmonton, if you go to Saskatchewan, you go to Winnipeg, it's a college atmosphere. I mean, if you sell it like that, if you appreciate it for what it is, it's good football. Like it's not and, and this is not me defending it like, you know, the the CfL is, you know, is the holy Bible in me or anything, but it's it's just it's just disappointing that people put it up against a sport where A it's different from and B it's not going to be. It's you can't you guys I, I think I remember hearing you guys when you went down to the States, it's just a different world down there it's a different marketplace and if you're going to compare the two and anyone in our newsroom i've i i love them all and they're great at i don't at <laughs> i do not <laughs> Shinetti,
2: you, i don't you, like them no they're they're awesome you're
3: you, right you roll your eyes at them you're just like come on dude it's football like just you know and it's it's our game just get over it man it's it's you can enjoy it equally
1: and how do they pack it for soccer
3: uh well listen tfc is so that's an on that's that's like a holy war, Dano. It's, it's, you've got TFC fans who they pack it, you know, 35,000, and, and don't, don't ask them about the Argos because you're going to get them frothing at the mouth and blood-red eyes.
2: Yeah, they don't like sharing that building.
3: They don't like sharing that grass. That grass is sacrosanct to them, so they don't, uh, they don't quite like when, uh, when anybody talks about the CFL.
2: Tools and I always share grass. <laughs> Big time.
1: Shooter, thanks for coming on, Shooter, buddy.
2: This is awesome, man. It was great chat. Great seeing you on Saturday, too, buddy.
3: Uh, keep, keep, keep killing your boys. We'll talk to you soon.
2: Thanks, All buddy.
1: You. Shooter Shinetti. A good dude.
2: CFL. Is he an analyst, insider? Well, I think he, he's, uh, you know, started off as a reporter, he's a sideline reporter. And now, it, yeah, it seems like he has sort of, uh, kind of like Farhan, you know, he's offering some insight, breaking some stories. Shinetti's
1: moving up in the world. And we saw Nailgun there. Dave Nailer just came out of the pisser. He took a
2: huge dump, came in, shook our hands. Guys, didn't wash. Nailer, good to see you. Great to have you back. We're like, uh, okay. No, that's not what happened. Yeah, we did see him. Said hi, Nailgun. Yeah, he looks happy. Hey, did you win the 50-50? Oh, I actually didn't check. Oh, you might be uh, sitting on some cold hard cash. I, uh... So let me know, Argos. If I won, <laughs> what I did want to say, my wife pointed out something. My about, wife. Uh, my wife. Do we have that that uh, drop? My wife. Um, I don't know if we do. Have. Oh yeah, there it is. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, she pointed out something, Dan. I said last week. I, I just want to make. I never do this, but I want to make sure this is very clear because uh, we brought up Dave Naylor, who used to do the morning show with Michael Landsberg. He has just left. Uh, Christoph. Working on that show. Correct. Now, I said, ugh, Lansford." I was joking, but she thought... That came across like she was like I thought you. Might yeah, have I got known a lot each other of emails 20, about that. I said, yeah, twenty five years. Does like, not like Landsberg at no, all. No, we've been friends forever. Oh, I okay, I got it wrong. Sorry. Yeah, nice. No, so I just want to just first of all apologize to Michael Landsberg, one of the original five on air faces of TSN. You may remember one was Jim Van Horn, one was Michael Landsberg, one was Chris Berman, another was Teresa Cruz, and, and, and the Nolton final, Nash. And Nolton Nash was the fifth, and those five on air talents made this network what it is. To this day, the number one sports network in the world.
1: So there you go. Sorry, Michael.
2: He also drinks five-hour energy drink every morning. Is that good
1: for you? Yeah, it's full of vitamins. That's what he says. I don't know. He's
4: Come like, on, I'm, be a,
2: fun. He's like no, I'm Michael Heitzberg. Uh, every morning it's six-hour energy drink. I'm like, Jesus. And then he said one day he had nine cavities once. What the hell is he oh. doing? I'm no enamel. <laughs> no, no, no. Old Noah No No Landsberg. You know who's gonna be happy about that? My wife. Okay, good. Thank you.
1: <laughs> oh, Stove not stop stuffing's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty easy to make too. It's and talk stuff.
2: What's it. in there? It's just bread and. Just bread and spices? Spices and maybe, uh, I don't know, what else? Like, my, my mother in law made it for us this weekend and she put uh, sausage in. And it was delicious with sausage. I don't like it. has meat. changed my life. It changed my life a lot. I don't little like bit, to mix my meat. Thing. What do you mean? It's bread and you're not mis- mixing meat. It's going right, it's eating it with the turkey. Oh, okay. So you don't want meat mixing. Well, it's like we said about the cranberry
1: sauce. I don't want fruit and meat, I don't want meat fruit. No, did you have uh, creamy mush potatoes? Yeah, oh, yeah, those my. are good. Yeah, we had some grav. and I, and our pumpkin pie was made by an old man. Okay, I Anything went to a farmer's wanna, market on Thanksgiving morning, you talk and to us about, yeah. uh, I, I didn't I didn't know if he was going to last it for the entire transfer of the pie to me and money to him. I thought he was going to be a goner. Did he touch you? No, he was just uh, come on, he was, it'll be fun. He's just really really old. <laughs> And he was selling it literally out of the back of his truck. Okay, <laughs> are you okay? It was really yummy. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Rubio Tool crushed that pie. Yeah, I bet she did. Oh, uh, you yeah. know what? I love. But is pumpkin pie the best pie? Yeah, it might be the best pie. Oh, Christoph, not sure about that. Christoph, your thoughts? I'm not a big pumpkin uh, guy. Okay. So, what's your favorite pie? Probably go with apple. Okay. Apple is good. Depends on the thickness of the slices. I like blueberry. You know who
1: made uh, our pie? My wife. <laughs> no, it's another underrated dessert. Okay. Uh, what? Creme brulee. I don't know if it's
2: underrated.
1: It's delicious. Well, you can't I make it's it... It's
2: rated perfectly.
1: Well, you can't make it at home. Well, you could, but it'd take a while, seems right? A, seems a little labor intensive. Yeah, it's just one of those ones you don't get very often. Has well, uh, as creme brulee... Would you
2: say creme brulee has? Uh, it has changed my life. It seems, sounds like it. Yeah, I
1: have found a restaurant that makes unbelievable creme brulee. You
2: go there uh, pretty much before work every night. It seems, and you get the curry and once the creme a brulee week. once a week. I okay, go once a week. So I, w- I exaggerated.
1: And they have a different creme brulee flavor every time. This last one was with chai tea, and it tasted just like pumpkin pie. All right, so that's been creme brulee
2: talk <laughs> on the J and N podcast, brought to you by our sponsor. Uncours Light,
1: which Dan enjoyed in abundance with his turkey. <laughs> nah, it doesn't really go with turkey. And I didn't feel like red wine, so I just. And plus, we were too busy playing road hockey, firing pucks off Ruby's so you're, head. So, you were uh crushing bevies? Like, I was crushing a lot of red wine. A lot. Nah, it's too. Well, I had to make Sweet, the meal make, and I had to play. Sleepy. I had to get into the hockey game. I had to go down the slide. We had to go to the park. Too much going on. Why didn't you get it catered?
2: And you could have uh, just got got bombed. Nah, <coughs> why
1: not? Plus, I left everything till that morning.
2: <laughs> well, that's I, that's fine. I don't think anything it,
1: it was a fingers crossed. Showed up at the grocery store and I said, "If this turkey's frozen, I'm." <laughs> 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 but no, nope, it wasn't.
2: It was. They're, they've got to have a few straggler turkeys there. Yeah, a couple of, couple of turkeys that are just like.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm half turkey. Half mutant, eat me for Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> 20 minutes a pound. <laughs> if you're cooking a turkey, 20 minutes a pound at 350.
2: That's it. That's exactly what we did. But,
1: oh, well, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. God, that barbecue worked so goddamn good. I couldn't believe it. How was the skin crispy? Yeah, pretty crispy. Oh, yeah. Crispy skin. So good. Yeah,
2: it was, uh, I got to say, we're never going back. <laughs> Hey, Engineer Jim. Never going back to what? The oven. The oven. Yeah, we'll stay on that barbecue all for all the
4: holidays.
1: Engineer Jim, it was not uh, Canadian Thanksgiving in America, but how do you cook your turkey come American Thanksgiving?
4: We actually do a Jack Daniel glazed turkey. Oh, oh, right, you just, told us that you we were supposed to get us the uh,
1: recipe, but you've withheld it.
4: I will definitely send you the recipe. I apologize for that.
2: No, no, no need to. No need to. No on Columbus Day because it's Columbus Day in the states. What happens? Do we do we do anything? Do we celebrate uh, Christopher Columbus? And
4: uh... Uh, I drink. Yeah, but I drink every day. Yeah, so. yeah,
2: yeah. Well, <laughs> you might as well keep it consistent. <laughs> Did, were you off today?
4: Uh, no, I. I I was in at 6 a.m. today uh, oh. to do uh, the Red Sox-Houston game, and I stuck around and got uh, the Yankees game on the air, and then um, I headed out. Yeah, because
1: Monday, plethora baseball, so yeah, you were super yeah. busy. You
2: were busy. I'm sorry about your Red Sox, Jim. Oh, no, thanks, yeah. Um, just That's a tough they team they have- faced.
4: Man, Houston's got some bats. Yeah, they man. look Those good. Guys, yeah, yeah, they look good. And so Verlander, I, and brilliant
2: acquisition. Verlander late, late in the season. That was yeah, sport.
4: that was a good, good pickup for them. And uh, man, I'll tell you what, the Yankees right now are are shelling Cleveland.
2: Is that right? Eh?
4: Yeah, it's, I think it's uh, four zip, and they got uh, two guys on and the bottom of of it. How's
1: how's your new crew there? No more Pete Rose. So they brought in uh, David Ortiz. Keith Hernandez is there now. You've uh, Uh,
4: you've got Frank Thomas still. I mean, I miss Pete. I love Pete, but I mean, David Ortiz for me, oh my god.
2: This must be very fun for you. Having Poppy there.
4: Yeah, as a matter of fact, yesterday was a lot of fun. Uh, You know, we were doing the the NFL on Fox show, and we had uh, Terry Bradshaw there, and and uh, of course, you know, Strahan and Howie Long and uh, Jimmy Johnson, everybody. And on top of that, we had uh, A-Rod, David Ortiz, Keith Hernandez, and the big hurt, all in the same room together. It was pretty... It was, That's know, a who's who!
2: That's a murderer's man. role. But then didn't you also, Jim, uh, didn't Larry David also show up? Because they said it, yeah. like he and Keith Hernandez yeah. had yeah. their... They reunited.
4: Something happened that changed us in a very deep and profound way from that day forward. it wasn't. It spit on us.
2: After that amazing... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that Keith Hernandez that was- that spitting episode of Seinfeld—that was amazing. <laughs>
4: yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, Larry David was there too. Yeah, it was—it was quite quite a day over there, so that's for sure.
2: Um, Dan, did you watch last night's Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. I did watch it. Like, it's amazing to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm now, Jim, because all all we do now while we're watching it is say, "Oh, there's the Ritz Carlton, Marina del Rey," or. Uh, there 's the street right down from uh, shutters on the beach uh, they did a scene there when when he saw Mary Steenburgen go by with the guy who looked like him <laughs> that was oh, right by yeah. shutters right by cha cha chicken
4: yeah. oh my God
2: oh, brings me back <laughs>
4: <laughs> it 's so true though can,
2: can we discuss this uh, pickle jar opening thing that is a hundred percent true so if you haven 't seen the episode um, one of the plot lines involves the fact that if someone's trying to open a pickle jar or any jar, and there's a bunch of guys in the room, they'll all like
1: be like, "No, no, let me let me have a crack at it.
2: No, no, let me have a crack at it." Like everyone wants to be a hero with the pickle jar. I was swoop,
1: I swoop in there at the end when it's nice and loose. Right,
2: yeah. Loosen it up, and then you come in at the end. <laughs> you look like the hero. <laughs> so
4: so now it's your Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Thank, Thank you, you, Jim. Thank you. Uh, and uh, so I, I heard you guys were talking about barbecue. Is that what you guys do? Or are you feasting on turkey? What are you guys doing? It's
2: all the same stuff, all the same, you know, fixings. It's the turkey, it's the stuffing, it's the mashed potatoes, yeah. it's the gravy, et cetera. It's the pumpkin pie. It's all the same stuff. But uh, this year I cooked my turkey on the barbecue, and it turned out brilliantly. Like, it really oh, worked well.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. You put like, uh, Did you put any sort of, like, mesquite? chips in there? And no,
2: no. Like no, that. no. Uh, but I uh, but I left all all the prep to my wife, and I just threw it on there and then shut the nice. lid. And then two hours later, I came back and it wasn't burned, and it was delicious.
4: Oh, <laughs> nice.
2: So that's how it turned Very out. Nice. So try that with the Jack Daniels uh, this November for USA Thanksgiving.
4: I definitely want to. I've been wanting to do it for a long time to try it on... Uh, on the grill and my wife keeps telling me I'll just burn it, which I probably will. Now,
1: indirect. <laughs> indirect heat. That's the key. Indirect heat
4: and you're yeah. fine.
1: Yeah, uh, Jim, I have a right. six degrees uh, for you. I don't know if we've done this band before, but I was uh, cranking them today at the house. Uh, we're going back in time a little bit. Uh, again, if you haven't uh, listened to the podcast before, we, uh, we grill our award-winning engineer, Engineer Jim, to see if he has a connection to a band in today's band. Marshall Tucker Band, rockabilly.
4: Yes. yes. There we go. Yeah. I I I have a connection to them actually through uh, Leonard Skinner and through the Almond Brothers. Wow. And uh, how I'm how my connection is, uh, Ricky Medlock who is in Leonard Skinner currently um, he is one of the guitar players he actually was one of the original guitar players in the band like in like their first incarnation okay. and when they were about to do a record deal or whatever uh, I want to say he left in did a record i believe it was with mountain and uh leslie west and blackfoot no it was with blackfoot excuse me and so and that was his band and uh in the meantime ricky was like best buddies with those guys in marshall tucker band wow so you have a deep connection Hmm. yes deep connection and uh uh as far as the Almond brothers are concerned, uh those guys, uh Marshall Tucker and the Almonds were always very close, you know, the whole Southern Rock connection and all that stuff. And uh um, you know, uh <clears throat> word is on the street was, you know, the the guy that nobody wanted to ever get in a brawl with was uh, you know, uh, Ronnie Van Zant, the singer from uh Leonard Skinnard, and no one ever wanted to get in a brawl with uh Dickie Betts, the guitar player in um the Allman oh, nice. brothers. But the word was that both of those guys uh those two guys never wanted to get in a brawl with Toy Caldwell from uh Marshall Tucker band because he was the baddest ass of all of them. Wow, so, <laughs> that's an awesome yeah. story. I love yeah. that. And uh, and so yeah, so through all those guys are all you know all good buddies. They're all friends. They've all known each other for years. I love seeing
1: and the albums and you you see the picture of the band. You're like, how did anyone make any money? There's like 38 members. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. You know the cool thing about those artists back then. The record companies took time to let them develop and get a catalog. Mm-hmm. And, you know, okay, you know, so they get a cool song on the first record and, you know, they kind of develop their sound and, That's you know, true. you get three or four records in and now they have a catalog and they have all these great songs and all that stuff it's a lot harder to do that nowadays, you know, I mean, the record business has changed so much, but... But do you think, too, uh, Jim,
2: that has something to do with the fact that they put out so many more records back then? Like, I look at Elton John's early 70s run, he's putting out, like, two records a year from 69 to 74, like, he, they're just putting out so much music that he has a chance yeah. to maybe have you know a couple singles on each record and maybe some records are better than others but like you said the record companies are patient because he's just putting out music and it's selling maybe that's the problem nobody's buying it anymore so no one lets him put out yeah that much music.
4: it's such a different thing and you know uh, somebody was telling me I, I didn't realize this the other day but somebody was telling me like you know uh with the digital downloads or you know if you uh you know, I mean, now it seems like everybody's streaming it, but like if you were to download, say, you know, uh, whoever, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, pick a band. Uh, Miley anyone. Cyrus. Miley Cyrus releases a record, and she has a single, and, you know, not you know, maybe 200,000 people download the record, but... 5 million people download the single that like 10 downloads of the single equals one record sale and so they'll credit the record i don't know if this is true this is what somebody was telling me uh that they'll actually credit it as a record sale Mm. So for, for ten like every downloads 10 of the same downloads song, downloads of the single, mm. they're like, yeah, we sold another record. That's interesting. Kind of like, well, really?
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I don't know. It's tough. Now. I, don't know. I don't know. how any, any bands make money now? It's like, I
4: mean, other than the big. Uh, it's all big touring. Ones. That's how they make money. If uh, if they can go out and tour and find a way to tour without. Breaking the bank, you know, and they have to be real smart about that, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. not be crazy extravagant and find the right venues and book them on the right nights and get the robbing of the tour the right way, and there's a way to do it, and uh, they get out there and make money. They they could do very well for themselves, you know.
2: Well, we got to work on our tour, our podcast tour, sponsored by Coors yeah. Light on the Coors Light train, on the Coors Light Silver Bullet train. Uh, we'll be there, and Coors will be footing the bill, so we won't worry about that expenses <laughs> side of things, uh, and we'll just take I, that sweet I, cash from the gate.
4: <laughs> honest, honestly, I think it's a money making proposition. You guys are so loved so many people would love to see you out there doing it and if i could just be a small part of it, oh. it you're driving the train
1: jim you're an engineer Come
4: on. yeah now we're talking
2: yeah yeah you're driving that <laughs> thing doesn't matter <laughs> if you don't know where the brakes are
1: i <laughs> <High> on me <coping. laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: jim thanks buddy uh,
4: thanks guys happy thanksgiving and Thank ha-
2: happy columbus day my friend
4: <laughs> oh, thank you. Thanks. Take That's care, guys. Bye, bye.
1: Award-winning engineer, engineer Jim. Yeah, Columbus Day. I don't know if you follow on Twitter. A lot of people don't really want to call it Columbus Day anymore because of uh, yeah, he he uh, wasn't a very nice guy. No, nope. just the killings and and all that. He did, and he kind of just stumbled upon the land. Wasn't he stuck out at sea?
2: Yeah, I think there. It, it's sort of it's sort of a consensus that he he wasn't the guy who discovered America. Right. He just. She just claimed it first.
1: Yeah, come on, it'll be fun. Yeah, I don't know. I it's like someone coming to your house and, so and kicking you, you out and saying, "Hey, I found yeah, this place. I found this place." So who do you uh,
2: who do you replace them with? Who do you pl- what do you replace Columbus Day with? How about Miley Cyrus
1: Day? Miley Cyrus pretty good interview. I've been listening to a lot of Stern, and she was on last week. Pretty uh, forthcoming. She uh, she's off the weed. Is she off the gan? She's off. She the was weed. like heavily into the gan. Oh yeah, she was smoking. She said like. From the moment she got up to the moment she went to bed. Yeah. And what uh, got her off of it? She just wanted to be clear-headed for her new album. Right, right. Is it mm-hmm. good? Nah. Nah, that probably garbage still.
2: Yeah, that, back on the weed for you, Miley. <laughs> yeah. All but right.
1: She, but she did admit, she said, uh, I later found out in life that when my dad said he was going down to the studio, it meant he was going down to smoke weed.
2: Oh, that's... Well...
1: The, Hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm sure a lot of kids learn that about their parents—not necessarily a studio, but a, a basement. Just going down to fix the basement. Going to fix the furnace again, guys. Daddy, the <laughs> furnace breaks down every night. What? Don't you want to be warm? Shut up! You want it? You want heat or not? <laughs> Just stay up here.
1: Daddy, that skunk's back again. Yeah,
2: we and Daddy like the skunk. <laughs> Daddy friends
1: with the skunk. Speaking of skunks, it's the summer of the skunk. They're yeah, everywhere. they
2: are everywhere. I agree with you. They're all around this lot, the CTV Palatial Studio lot. Um, they're around my house, and they're around Toronto. Do they, they get everywhere. along
1: with the raccoons? Are they buds?
2: I I don't think so. Is anyone huh? like the raccoons? Raccoons
1: are f***ing. Awful. When is Netflix bring, bring it back the net, yeah the raccoons. the
2: raccoons an updated version of the raccoons well why don't we pitch it to them they got half a billion dollars to spend up here i'm
1: pretty sure they're knee deep in pitches right now
2: yeah they're like hi we're jay and dan uh here's <laughs> our pitch oh let me guess a remake of the raccoons we just had seven <laughs> pitches for a remake of the raccoons no no out of here.
1: Littlest Hobo. Yeah, we had seven of those. No, we had those two. What are beach, you going to do? The beach, do comers. beach comers.
2: one now, huh? You buy, you, how about the Edison Twins? You're going to do the Edison Twins? Great. Danger We have bag. actual Twins in here pitching the Edison Twins. We're not doing it.
1: By the way, are you allowed to pitch other people's ideas that have already been on TV? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to do that. Uh, um, can we do TV Theme Vault? We have one. we you want to guess this one, Toolsy? Okay, ready? Okay. This is <laughs> this of, is
1: Jim Rockford at the tone. Leave your name and message.
2: get back it away to him.
1: You. you are full of bullshit, my friend. I will sue you for everything you have. I will sue your ass. Rockford Files? Yes. I never watched it. Don't have a clue who was in it, what it was about. Uh, James Garner, legend.
2: Uh, played Jim Rockford, Private Eye, drove a cool car, and it was the 70s, so all you really need to do is drive a cool car, and that's your show. There's your show. And he lived on the beach in Malibu, I think, in a trailer. That was the gimmick. Okay. And he was just charming. Rockford Files. Great
1: show. Okay, getting back to the. Great life- music, great theme. Listen to this. Oh, break it down. Okay, getting back to that uh, phone ringing off the top. So, we have a rotary phone at our house, and I only have it because it's like, they're like, you get a home phone for five bucks, and I'm like, okay, it'll be neat for the kids. We work for Bell. Here's an announcement to Bell. <laughs> you don't need to call me three times a week to see if everything's okay. They called me six o'clock Thanksgiving Sunday to see if all my services were okay. Hey, they're just trying to provide great service.
2: Bell. Making it better.
1: The only time that phone rings, I say, well, it's Bell again. (laughs) Bell is the only one that calls that phone.
2: Maybe they don't want anyone to have home phones anymore, and so the people who still have them, they're just calling them incessantly so that they they give up their home phone.
1: I told the guy, I said, hey, I know it's not your problem. you got your job to do, but if something goes wrong, how about I call you? I will call you. You don't need to call me. And he's like, well, so I'm like, I've got to go eat. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, you ruined that guy's Thanksgiving, didn't you? (laughs) How was your day, Jim? <laughs> it was pretty rough.
2: <laughs> Tried to call the guy, see if uh, his services were all right. Thought it was a nice thing to do. <laughs> Told me to f*** off. No, nope, didn't me go say yesterday. that. Or eat my turkey. I was said. trying
1: to save him the, the next phone call, which I'll get tomorrow.
2: Uh, you should record these phone calls on your rotary phone. <laughs> I will. I will uh, record it with my iPhone. <laughs> uh, this is a fun podcast.
4: I had a good time.
2: Uh, I had a good time. When
1: are we moving into the other studio? Never. Okay. Never. We've given up on those plans?
2: Absolutely. Hey, if we move to the other studio, then uh, then Ben Teller will never be able to call us again.
0: I did.
2: Because he only knows this number. Okay. <laughs> Good. So we'll move next week. <laughs> oh, man. This is fun. Thanks for uh, listening. Oh, yeah. We got one more thing. Oh, I for- almost forgot. And Kristoff worked really hard on this. I'm so sorry, Christoph.
0: Love that.
1: Uh, hey, by the way, so, we should mention... Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you can't see this. You mentioned, uh, you met Mike yes, at the Argos game. I did. I met
2: Mike with the tiny pee hole. Yeah. What a terrific guy. And in such good spirits for having small pee pee <laughs> hole. Really yeah. good dude. Really good dude. I mean, that's, he's a testament. No matter how life gets you down, your pee hole is probably not shrinking. And Mike's
1: a good guy about it, so you should be too.
0: Does he still have the tube in?
1: Yeah. Did you ask I said, him? I said again. Does he still have the tube in? I don't really ask him on a daily basis. I didn't ask him about Maybe that. Maybe I should get updates, like Bell gets updates from me and I call him like three times or a week. Or have him call us and be like,
2: Dan, my penis is still fine. Or Dan, my penis still has a small hole. Okay, we'll,
1: we'll call Mike next week to get a penis up. That would be good, that would be good. Okay. Why not,
2: eh? So here's what we're gonna do. Dan, remember last week I said uh, Invictus Games, terrific event. Prince Harry uh, puts, it, puts it all together. Mm-hmm. but. For three weeks before the games, there were promos running on CTV. I only heard them, I didn't see them, and I swore that it was Gordon Ramsay doing them. Turns out it was Prince Harry doing them. So I said, well, Prince Harry and Gordon Ramsay must sound like each other. So Christoph has clipped off a few clips of Prince Harry, a few of Gordon Ramsay. You're going to have to see if you can tell which is which. Are you ready? I'm ready. And I'm going to have to do it, too, because I, I haven't heard these either. Here we go,
0: Harry. Hello, Toronto, Bonsoir, Canada, or Ramsey? Yourself? F- no. It off. But it is a case of right. If we move on, then more responsibilities come.
1: That was Harry. That was Harry,
2: right? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, it's been fantastic. More than I could have ever hoped for. Um, finally, glad to to have got here. I can't believe it's taken me thirty f- years.
2: Holy. F- That's is that Gordon, Gordon Ramsey. Ramsey? Frick! See, um, this is hard. No, I didn't really, to be honest. Um, I think for me the most important thing um,
0: is keeping it a huge uh, platform for these individuals.
1: That's Gordon Ramsay, I think. That's Harry. Is it? Oh, it was Gordon Ramsay. Jeez! Wow, this is hard, right? I Love it. In fact, I'm going to my first Super Bowl on Sunday. I
0: can't wait. Yeah,
2: there, that's, that's Gordon, because we saw him at the Super Bowl last year. He was getting bombed.
0: Of course, I'd love to have kids right now, but. Yeah, there's a, there's a process that one has to go through, and... You know, Sex? Uh, is great fun.
1: That's gotta be Harry. Harry? Because Ramsay's got a bunch of kids, I think. He's got like four kids. And that's how I look at it,
2: and... You know... It, it, it works, but we have our moments. Harry?
1: Uh, Jeez. Oh, wow. They are very that similar. That was good.
2: That was good. That was a fun game. Harry or Ramsay? Harry, hello, Toronto, Bonsoir, Canada, or Ramsey? F- yourself? No. F- off. That was the name of that game, Christoph. Thank you for putting it together, and I'm sorry I didn't sell it as well as I should have. But I enjoyed it. Great work. Does Prince Harry
1: understand how children are conceived? <laughs> they don't. They don't talk about the birds and the bees and that. Uh, somebody palace. needs to
2: talk to that Meghan Markle.
1: Where's the Queen lately? I haven't seen her in a while. Dead. Shh, you can't say that. That's like blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> you may get kicked out of Canada. Oh, by golly, Jesus!
2: Uh, blasphemy. So good. Luck. I think she's fine. The Queen Mother's still alive, right? Or is she dead? Queen Mum dead? Queen Mum dead? Yeah. Queen Mum. Queen, queen Mum dead. Bye, bye, Queen Mum.
1: Who takes over after uh, the Queen passes? It's supposed to be Charles, right? But maybe he's
2: abdicates or something and says, uh, hey, uh, I'm not that popular.
1: We I ne- hope, we hope history ya- professors listen to our show. So far, we've talked about Christopher <laughs> Columbus. <laughs> we've talked about uh, former prime ministers, how they, how they were elected. Oh, yeah, and now they're throwing their hats into rings. Yeah, People yeah, are going to listen to this and say, well, what's wrong with the Canadian education system? I, either
2: you guys take <laughs> social studies? <laughs> it has
1: changed my life oh I hear, you, yes. I hear you yeah the kids come home from school now and they're like spouting off info I'm like yeah yeah I knew that yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure for sure yeah I could have told you that you just didn't yeah. ask how
2: does our government work well <laughs> oh, it's
1: pretty simple <laughs> it's bedtime
2: daddy's yeah. three in the afternoon nigh daddy's heading down to fix the furnace again you kids
1: go to bed <laughs> <laughs> why not eh damn skunks <laughs> Uh, okay, we'll talk to you next yeah. week. Okay, see you guys. Bye.
2: They're going home.
1: The Jay and Dan podcast presented by Coors Light.